Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Today is our Friday Faith Follow-Up, so episode 54 and a half, and I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, um, assuming that you're here in the States and listening to this in real time, but this episode has been, or I should say episode 54, was all about family drama at the holidays, which really can happen at any family gathering. So even if you're not listening to this in real time, whatever family gathering it is that might be leading you to a conversation about forgiveness, I hope that you were able to enjoy that time with your family. And I hope that my thoughts today about forgiveness, about follow-up from the family gatherings that might have a bit more drama than we would hope for I hope that this conversation is helpful, and I want to ground our thoughts today in um, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11, because this is a little section about forgiveness for the offender, okay? So if you had a family gathering and there was conflict, there was maybe some anger, some high emotions, there was some drama... Um, usually there are multiple people that need forgiveness. It is very rare that it's completely one-sided. Uh, that certainly can happen. But let's just think in the context of we need to help bring about reconciliation among our family members. And you, first and foremost, need to be humble to come before the Lord and to seek conviction of the Holy Spirit, to seek direction from the Holy Spirit? Is there something that you need to confess and apologize for and seek forgiveness for? But here in 2 Corinthians, we see um, a little bit of that other direction. So I'm going to go ahead and just read these verses for us, verses 5 through 11, and then circle back and kind of talk through what do we learn here about how to pursue forgiveness and reconciliation when there has been conflict or pain or hurt in a close relationship. And in 2 Corinthians, they're speaking to the context of a church family that someone has offended others within the church, Um, but it's still a family. (laughs) We can definitely take away insight and wisdom for our biological, natural families Um, Or it might be that you had a church gathering and there is some forgiveness needed. Either way, these verses will be really helpful for us. So starting in verse 5, If anyone has caused grief, he has not so much grieved me. So that's the writer. That's Paul writing this. It's not that he has grieved me as he has grieved all of you to some extent. Not to put it too severely. The punishment inflicted on him by the majority is sufficient. Now, instead, you ought to forgive and comfort him so that he will not be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. I urge you, therefore, to reaffirm your love for him. Another reason I wrote you was to see if you would stand the test and be obedient in everything. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive. And what I have forgiven, if there was anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ, for your sake, 
in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. Now, friends, let's circle back and see what do we see here about how to handle the grief, the hurt, the pain, the conflict that might have come up during a family gathering. I think, first of all, we see here that it is appropriate that there will be um, some sort of punishment or consequence, and that might be punishment that is kind of doled out from another person, or it might be a natural consequence. There's a big argument, and then you might not talk to each other for a period of time. Someone might not go to the wedding because they were so angry at the bride's father. Whatever it might be, there is usually some sort of punishment or consequence that comes, whether we do that intentionally or it just happens as kind of a natural fallout from what happened. That's normal. And many times that's healthy because if we don't experience um, the consequence or some sort of negative experience as a result of conflict and anger and, and hurting people, then we're more likely to do it again. So we need to expect and allow for a level of punishment or consequence. But it very quickly then moves, it pretty much immediately then moves to saying now, instead of that, so instead of focusing on a punishment, a consequence, a discipline, you ought to forgive and comfort him so that he will not be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. And if you or someone in the family is still struggling with a lot of hurt and a lot of unforgiveness, um, that is a problem that needs to be dealt with because it's telling us here that we need to move forward in the relationship and we cannot move forward if there is not forgiveness, if there is not comfort, if someone is overwhelmed by their sorrow, their, their sense of guilt or shame or, um, or I can't think of another word than sorrow. <laughs> if they're overwhelmed by that, that's going to hurt the relationship. You really cannot move forward if you are not forgiving one another and reconciling together. And so Paul here is encouraging all of us who need to forgive an offender to move forward in that forgiveness, to reaffirm our love for each other. And it's very helpful after um, a fallout within a family, especially, that we not just like sweep it under the rug and let's move on and I'll see you next Thanksgiving and we'll smile and we'll pretend this never happened. It is really important that we actually do reaffirm that love for one another. That is how we actually experience resolution for the conflict that happened. We don't pretend it didn't happen. We don't smile and move on. We intentionally forgive, comfort, and reaffirm the relationship, reaffirm the bond that we have. And then I think it's really helpful to consider um, the point here in verse 11, that a big part of why we are commanded to forgive, and Paul is acknowledging here, right, that that's hard. <laughs> he's, he's telling them, I'm also telling you to do this so that you're being tested. I'm testing you to see if you will be obedient in everything. Because forgiveness is hard. We can do a whole separate episode about forgiveness, how to do that, what that looks like. But what we see here is the simple call that it is necessary if you're going to move forward in the relationship, which is what Christians are called to do. And a big reason for that is outlined here in verse 11. 
we forgive in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. And this is where I want us to close today, my friends. I don't know what pain is in your family background or maybe from yesterday on Thanksgiving at dinner. I don't know the pain. I don't know the struggle. I don't know how frequently it has come up, the same issues again and again and again. I do know that families have an incredible ability to hurt one another. And that's a big part of why I do this podcast to help us improve our family relationships, strengthen our family relationships, because there is nothing that Satan wants more than a Christian family that is filled with anger and unresolved tension. Satan wants us to refuse to forgive and comfort and reaffirm our love for one another. He wants us not only to have the conflict, but to get stuck in the conflict. And it's easy to forget that in the moment when we're upset or angry or have a lot of emotion about the person or the thing that they said or the thing that they did. But it's important that we remember that bigger perspective, that Satan is real, that there is an enemy against us, that we all experience temptation, that we all sin. And if we have that perspective, if we are remembering that that this family is fighting a battle, not against each other, but for each other. We want to be on the same team, on the same side, along with Christ, fighting against the enemy of our souls. So let me remind you of that, okay? As we're wrapping this this up, as you're thinking about forgiveness, how do I move forward with this person that hurt me? Or how do I help you know, other family members who hurt each other, and maybe you weren't a direct part of it, is encouraging them and exhorting them to acknowledge the hurt, acknowledge the punishment or the consequence, whatever the fallout looks like, but don't let that go on forever. Forgive and comfort and reaffirm that love and keep in mind that there is someone trying to stop you from doing that. So when it is hard, you're not alone. It, it is hard. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why we turn to Christ for his strength, for his heart of love and compassion and patience. So friends, let me close us with a word of prayer and we will wrap up this Friday faith follow-up. Holy Father, I pray for all of us who are listening and for our families, our extended families. I pray, Lord, that when hurt occurs, when there is grief, there is sorrow, there is trauma, there is pain. Lord, I pray that you will send your Holy Spirit in a real and powerful way to equip us to turn toward each other instead of away from each other, to extend forgiveness, support, encouragement. Lord, anyone right now who is holding on to unforgiveness, who is struggling against a root of bitterness in their relationships, Lord, I pray that you will soften our hearts so that we can reaffirm our love for one another. Doesn't mean we forgive and forget and just move on, but Lord, you know the true cost of reconciliation and you paid that cost to reconcile us to you. And I pray, God, you will help us, lead us, equip us to do the same here on earth as your representatives, as your children, as your family, that we will forgive and reconcile with our family here.
I pray all of this, Lord, trusting in the name of your Son who has reconciled us with you. Amen. All right, friends, let's wrap this up. Don't forget to hit the follow button or subscribe button so that you are tracking with this podcast, the Love Your People Well podcast. And don't forget to join us in the Facebook group because we are there 24-7, it's Facebook, (laughs) but we are there to engage, encourage, and equip one another as we seek to love our people well. So I want to invite you to join us. There's a link in the show notes. Check out the conflict resolution checklist if you're still struggling with these family relationships. And we will see you back next week for episode 55. Hugs and blessings, friend. I'll talk to you soon.